One of the mitzvahs in Pasha Shlach is the mitzvah of tzitzis. Even though everyone wears tzitzis, and therefore the idea of the mitzvah is well known, we'll see that there are a lot of chidushim in the halachas of tzitzis, in the understanding of tzitzis, and there'll be new points to think about and new halachas to learn as well. Now, there are a number of different subsections in the halachas of tzitzis. What I want to talk about tonight is really the halachas regarding the din which we learn from the pasuk it says there is oisai and that is you have to see the tzitzis and on that the halacha teaches us prat luxus laila which means a person's only chayv tzitzis in the day and a person's not chayv tzitzis at night this is the reason why tzitzis is called the mitzvah says shazman gram it's a time-based mitzvah which is why ladies are potter from wearing tzitzis as they are from all time-based mitzvahs because the mitzvah of tzitzis is only by day, when it can be seen and not by night. Now, even though this is well known, we'll see that there's a very central machlokes between the Rishonim, between the Rambam and the Rosh, how to understand this mitzvah. The Rambam understands that a person's chayev to wear tzitzis in the day, regardless of what kind of clothing he's wearing, and a person is part of wearing tzitzis at night, regardless of what kind of clothing he's wearing. The Rosh learns differently. The Rosh says day clothing are chayev in tzitzis, even if a person is wearing them at night, and night clothing are potter from tzitzis, even if a person is wearing them during the day. So therefore, if a person is wearing his daytime clothing in the daytime, everybody agrees he's chayev in tzitzis. If a person is wearing his night clothing at night, everybody agrees he's potter. The places of disagreement are if a person is wearing his daytime clothing when it's already dark, or a person is still wearing his nighttime clothing when it becomes day. And in both these cases, the Rambam says it depends on whether it's daytime or nighttime right now, and the Rosh says it depends on whether it's daytime clothing or nighttime clothing. Now, that's the first point. The Shulchan Aruch brings both opinions without deciding. And the Ramah just adds, and he says that therefore we can't make a bracha when only one requirement is fulfilled because it's a Suffolk brachas. But of course, in regards to doing the mitzvah, a person should be careful of both opinions. Now, when is this practical? In order to be chayav in tzitzis, a person has to wear a four-cornered garment. And most of the clothing we wear today are not four-cornered garments, and therefore we put in a special item of clothing, which is the tzitzis, or a talus, which is a four-cornered garment, in order to make in the mitzvah. So since we're putting the tzitzis or the talus on during the day, in order to make in the mitzvah, therefore it's going to be daytime clothing, and therefore we will be chayv to wear tzitzis and put tzitzis on that. So where's the question going to be? Number one, if a person wants to wear his talus at night. So now it's a daytime clothing, which is being worn at night. So therefore... According to the Rambam, a person would be potter, and according to the Rosh, he would be chayv. Where would such a case happen? Whether it's regarding a shliach tzibun, who is once to wear a talus at night, or a nelium kippah, when everybody is knowing to put on the talus at night as well. So then if a person would want to make a bracha, like the Ramah brings, he would have to make careful to put his talus on when it's still daytime, because then it's a daytime clothing being worn during the day, and everybody agrees he's chayv make a bracha. However, if it's already night, now according to the Rambam, he wouldn't be allowed to make a bracha because there's no chi of titus at night. 
it's interesting, the post can point out, that over here, night doesn't depend on shkia necessarily, or even if a person davened an early mariv, because the mitzvah here is ureisemoisa, which means it's still seeable, visible. And if that's the case, as long as it's still light enough outside to see the tzitzis, the mitzvah would still apply. Right, the other question, which is also shkiach, but not often thought about, is what's called nighttime clothing. So obviously the pajamas the person wears when he goes to sleep would be an example, but those aren't normally in the category which the person is to put tzitzis on because they aren't four-cornered. But what would be a question is a blanket. A blanket or a sheet or a duvet or even a duvet cover. All of these things are four-cornered. Now, they're four-cornered, but are they called a blanket? So the Mishnaburah brings opinions which hold that since it's only like laid over the person or covering the person, that's not called wearing it, but his achra is not like that. And that is that a baggage is also something which a person uses to cover themselves. And if that's the case, a blanket is something which would be in the category of a four-cornered baggage. There was no need to put sitters on their blankets. So it says the Shulchan Aruch, Sadinim, which are sheets, and sending are to blankets, even though a person sleeps with them, and when it's already morning, we don't put sitters on them. The Mishabur explains the reason for this, and that is that because since their primary usage is at night, therefore it's considered a nighttime baggage and or a sleeping baggage and therefore it's part of from tzitzis. However, this will only be a hetter according to the Rosh, which means that a person's potter on nighttime clothing. And according to the Rambam, it depends if it's day or at night. So if a person only puts on his baggage when he goes to sleep um, at nighttime and he wakes up when it's still dark or before it's day before the day, so then everyone agrees he's potter. But if a person wakes up when it's already daytime outside, or a person wants to sleep in the day as well, and cover himself with his blanket, so now according to the Rambam, he's going to be high because it's a baggage being worn during the day, and if that's the case, so it will be high in tzitzis. Uh, same thing if a person wants to sleep in Shabbos afternoon, which is daytime, and he wants to cover himself with his blankets, if that's the case, then once again, it's going to be a daytime baggage, or a baggage worn during the day, even if it's not meant for daytime usage even though it would seem that in some cases blankets even are made for daytime usage. But whatever the case is, according to the Rambam, there would be a reason to be making chayv. Therefore, says the Magan of Ram, and it's brought also in the Mishnaburah, the way to avoid the problem is to round one of the corners of the blanket, because that way it's now turned into a three-cornered baguette with one rounded corner, as opposed to a four-cornered baguette, because if it would be a four-cornered baguette, then there would or might actually be a chayv to put tzitzis on it. At least according to one opinion. And if a person regularly sleeps in the day, when I say to my Yeshiva Bachim, who go to bed really late sometimes and wake up really late sometimes, it could be most of the sleeping is actually during the day. Especially when night is so early. If that's the case, it could be higher according to Now, how does one round the corner of a baggage? So obviously if a person just folds it over and like uses a pin to hold it down or something like that, it hasn't changed the baggage. It's just a four-cornered baggage which has been folded. The Mishaburah says in a different place that the way to round the corner of a baggage is to stitch it in its new place so that becomes one baggage. But if a person has to be careful not to fold it too tightly because then you're making a triangle, so to speak, and you've made two corners. It has to be folded in a rounded shape, so to speak, so that, that way there's no corner. It's just like a smooth, like, like circular line on one, on one of the corners and then it's vital that corner from that side. Okay, so otherwise, that's our first chiddush. Blankets, 
uh, sheets, which person wears on top of himself, duvets, duvet covers, all these things could be in the category of a beged, which is four cornered, and covers most of the person's body, and if that's the case, the person would make, have, might have to put scissors on it if it's being used during the day. Now, this brings us to our next question. Our next question is, does a person need to wear tzitzis when he's asleep? Is a dinner wear tzitzis only when he's awake, or even when he's asleep? So, the Ramah writes, in Simcha a person is allowed to sleep with his tzitzis on. And then he says, Yesh for those who say, that the minag was not to sleep with his talus, which is the tzitzis on it. But, and the reason, so it shouldn't be, so to speak, a disgrace to the mitzvah that it's being used to sleep with when a person is not actively awake and thinking of doing the mitzvah. But, uh, the minak is to be mekel and to sleep with tzitzis on. The, the Mishnah Buru here brings the Arizal. It wasn't just Mekel. The Arizal held that Be'ikra Adin, a person's meant to sleep with his tzitzis on. Even though the Gemara says clearly a person's potter is his night clothing at night. But the Arizal of Kabbalah says that there's a man sleeping with his talus cotton even when he's potter within the Gemara. There are those who explain this that the tzitzis gives us some kind of a shmira. Especially when a person is asleep, and therefore he doesn't have to be doing the mitzvah tzitzis for the shmirah. Um, just wearing the tzitzis would be good enough for shmirah. And then the chiddush would be that we don't consider using a dover which is meant for a mitzvah as something which is getting giving him a shmirah as a bizarre to the mitzvah. And those who say that because today the beggar we wear of tzitzis is a beggar we wear during the day, and if that's the case, at least according to the opinion of the rosh. A person is actually doing a mitzvah by wearing it at night because he's wearing a beggared yom, a daytime clothing at night, and therefore he's actually chiv to a tzitzis. And if that's the case, the post can ask, what would be the din if a person bought a special pair of tzitzis to be worn specifically at night? This is his nighttime tzitzis, so to speak. And that's the case, then according to this, this side, there wouldn't be a mitzvah because it's not clothing which is meant for the day. And as a result of this, the chaznish actually held the opposite. And the man said he did not used to wear his talus cotton at night. And the reason is because he felt that if he wears it at night, then he's making it into not just a ksus yom, but also a ksus laila. And if it's also a ksus laila, then maybe it's not an ikra din chayvin tzitzis anymore. The making of ikra tzitzis is specifically a daytime clothing. And therefore he kept his tzitzis to be used specifically as daytime clothing. So that's as far as wearing tzitzis at night. But now we come to another question. And that is a big halachic problem. And that is, if a person would wear his tzitzis at night, so then would he make a bracha on his tzitzis in the morning? And why is this a question? So this is an introduction to this point. Obviously, for a person who wears a tzitzis and he wears his tzitzis, so then there wouldn't be a question, because since the minag for people wearing a tzitzis is to make the bracha on the tzitzis and not on the tzitzis, so then it wouldn't make a difference, because he would make the bracha on the tzitzis either way around, and you'll be able to the bracha because the talus is not something he's always wearing. But for bachrim or for people only wearing tzitzis, if that's the case, this would be a real question. So let's start from the beginning. When a person stays up the whole night and he doesn't change into nighttime clothing, 
Our best examples on Shavuos. When a person stays up in his weekday or Shabbos clothing, his daytime clothing, to learn the whole night, then if that's the case, he's still wearing his titsis. He wouldn't make a bracha on titsis in the morning. And the reason is from the same suffix. Because according to the Rambam, he would have to make a bracha because he, at night time he was potter and now he's become a chayiv again. And according to the Rosh, he's potter because he was, he was being in the mitzvah the whole time because he was wearing his daytime clothing. So he's always been in the mitzvah of titsis. And that's because there's no break which would mechaiv him to make a new bracha now. In a normal case, where a person takes off his tzitzis at night, and he puts on his tzitzis in the morning, so now there was a break when he wasn't being Makai in the mitzvah, and now he is being Makai in the mitzvah again, so it's now a new mitzvah, and therefore he can make a new bracha. But if a person goes to sleep wearing tzitzis, so now we have the question, is he able to make a bracha on the tzitzis in the morning? The person sleeps with his talus on at night, even if he didn't take it off, he slept with it on, but in the morning when he wakes up, he has to make another bracha on it. Um, on the salach the Mishnah brings, this will be tied in the Machlaikas, which means it's true according to the Rambam, the person has to make a new bracha, but according to the Rosh, since he slept in his clothing and he was being Makayim Mitzvah the whole time, he would not have to make a new bracha. And therefore we tied in this Machlaikas. Now, the Mishnah Burr therefore paskins, and since it's a Suffolk bracha, the person should be mekel, and therefore not make the bracha. And if that's the case, if a person is wearing a talus, and he can be yoytzeh, he's here while with his talus, so that's the best. Otherwise, it's not so simple to attend this at night, because if you have a problem, you won't be able to make brachas afterwards. Now, the same thing will apply in the other direction. And that is if a person sleeps during the day. If a person sleeps during the day, so now and he takes off his titsis before he goes to sleep, and now he wants to put his titsis back on again afterwards, so the same child is going to apply. Is he mechuyev to make another bracha on the titsis when he puts it back on after sleeping? And what's the question? Because there was a period of time he wasn't being mechaim the mitzvah, and now that he is wants to be mechaim the mitzvah again, maybe that's mechaim him in, a, in another bracha. Now the easy way to solve the problem, that's brought in the postcard also, is that a person in the daytime, if he wants to sleep, should sleep with his titsis on. That way, there's no hapsak in the mitzvah, and therefore there wouldn't be a question. Even if a person finds it uncomfortable to sleep with his tzitzis on, so he wants to take them off, but the next best option is to use them like a blanket, or to put them on top of the blanket. Because that way, like we saw before, ha'ala, which means wearing or draping tzitzis over oneself, is also called wearing them. And that's the case, if a person drapes his tzitzis over his body when he's sleeping, that's still called wearing the tzitzis, and if that's the case, he hasn't lost the mitzvah, and there wouldn't be any questions about whether he has to make a new bracha when he puts the tzitzis back on. The Mishaburah writes on that, that if he would take off the tzitzis, it would be a machlekes. And therefore, if that's called Hezachadas or not, and therefore he says the person should rather cover, still cover himself with that. Now this question of sleeping Hezachadas is a big question, and it also impact on the previous thing we spoke about. Which means if going to sleep is Hezachadas, and if a person were to go to sleep with his clothing on at night and wake up in the morning still fully dressed, there would be grounds or more grounds to say that he should make a bracha because there's also, besides the fact that he's been wearing the the whole time, he definitely didn't have dice to wear the tzitzit the whole time, there's a hasachadas. Nevertheless, the Mishabura doesn't want to rely on that spara by itself to be matter, and therefore he says that it's a sloppy bracha 
Either the Shaknar says the person should make a bracha, he's hesitant to allow that, and rather would want one to be Yaitzay with the Talis, or at least hear the bracha from someone else. The next Talakha the Shaknar brings, and that is if a person is wearing a number of different pairs of Godim of Arabic Kanfos, so each one of which is Chayav and Tetis, so he's putting them all at the same time, he only makes one bracha, because even though each baggage is not a mitzvah, but he's already doing the mitzvah, and therefore doesn't make another bracha on doing more of the same mitzvah. But says the Shachanarach, it will be a half second between them, so therefore the one bracha doesn't go on the other pair, or the second or third pair, then you have to make another bracha on each one. Similarly, if a person put on one pair, and then later on decides to put on a different pair, according to Shachanarach, you have to make another bracha. The Ramos is in this similar vein. If a person took the first pair off before putting the second pair on, so now he's left in the middle without either pair, therefore putting on the second one is like a new mitzvah, and therefore they have him another bracha. The Mishnah Burra, however, brings opinions to argue with this, and they hold that if a person's intent to take off one baggage, to put on another baggage isn't considered a hafsek, and if that's the case, even though it's a different baggage, he wouldn't have to make a second bracha. That's what the Mishnah brings from the Echronim. Now, where's the case where this is most practical? That's the area of Shabbos. A person wants to shower and change clothing for Shabbos, so he takes off his weekday clothing and his weekday tzitzis, and afterwards he wants to get dressed and it's still daytime in the Shabbos clothing and the Shabbos tzitzis. So he ta- he's taken off the first pair of tzitzis, he's now put on a different pair of tzitzis, is it Mechaev him in a new bracha or not? So according to the Ramah, he would have to make a bracha, and according to the opinions brought in the Mishaburah, he would, should not make a bracha. And therefore the best way to avoid the problem is that when a person makes the bracha in the morning of Friday, he should have in mind that when I'm, the bracha I'm making now is also I'm intending to, for the second pair of titties that I'm going to be wearing later today. Now what comes out of this is for sure that if a person takes off the tzitzis, let's say to have a shower, and he puts the same pair back on again, so then that's, there wouldn't be considered a reason to make another bracha, because it's the same pair did before, and taking off something just for a short amount of time in order to put it back on again, like here, he's taking off the shower, and then immediately get dressed again, isn't considered a hesach, a das, from what he was doing. He intends to get dressed again. However, the person can point out, and therefore if a person is taking off his tzitzis for a significant amount of time during the day, um, for example, he wants to go swimming, or he wants to go to the beach, and there will be a number of hours he won't be wearing his tzitzis, and now he wants to put them back on again, if that's the case, that will be mechaiv him in a new bracha, because that would be called as a chadas. And if that's the case, then we can go back to what he said before. And that is, if a person is sleeping during the day, the Mishnah was hesitant to say yes to make another bracha, then maybe it's only if it's a short sleep which would be considered not a hesachadas. However, if it's a longer amount of sleep, then there's reason to say that that might also be like going swimming, which is a person taking off his tzitzis for an extended amount of time, and that would be him to make a new bracha when he puts it back on again, like any time. If a person did a mitzvah and stopped, and it was like a half second of doing of the mitzvah, and then he wants to do it again, then we need a new bracha. Okay, so that's as far as a person who intends to take his Tzitzis off. Now, this only applies to a person taking off his tzitzis. There's also the question if a person is wearing both the tzitzis and the talis. And now he makes a bracha on the talis, and now he decides to take the talis off. 
does in that, and then answers wants to put it back on again. Is it mechayev him another bracha? So the shochanah paskas on that. If he is pashat tali, so he took his tali off. Even if his das was to put it back on right away, he has to make another bracha when he puts it back on again. But the Ramah argues, and the Ramah says, Yesh Amishayim Levarchim. If his das was to put it back on again. And the Ramah brings a third opinion, and that's only when he's wearing his talis cotton, and that's how he holds, which means that since he's still doing the mitzvah, albeit with a different baguette, with his, wearing his, his tzitzis, not his talis, but nevertheless, the mitzvah of wearing tzitzis on the strings of his baguette, he's been makayim. If that's the case, if he takes off the talis with the intention of putting it back on again, the Ramah's decision is, and a person is not going to make another bracha. Even though that's how the Ramah holds, the Mishaburah brings the Khrelim will argue with that here also. And they therefore, uh, without going into the argument, the Mishaburah's final decision is that the three categories. If a person intended to replace the Khtalis if a person took it off without thinking, or a person did not intend to put it back on again. And he says that if a person intended to put his status back on again, he took it off to go to the bathroom, for example, or he took it off for a few minutes because it's too hot and he intends to put it back on again, or he gave it to somebody who was going to be the coin or to get an aliyah and he intends to get it back again. In all those cases, the person intends to put on his own status again. If that's the case, he doesn't have to make a bracha when he puts it on the second time because there was no hezachadas. He never intended not to put it back on. And even if he's not wearing a talis cotton, Halacha would be that he doesn't have to make another bracha. In the middle category, and that is that a person took off his talis with the stone without thinking, and now he wants to put it back on again later. In that case, then if he was wearing a tzitzis, besides for his talis, we won't have to have him to put another bracha, but if he's not wearing tzitzis, he would have to make another bracha. And the third category is a person took off his talis without intention to put it back on again, and then afterwards he decided to wear it again, if that's the case, since he had clear intention not to put it back on, for example, a person takes off his tattoos on the end of davening to pack it away, and now afterwards he's walking with his tattoos bag, and they invite him to officiate at a bris as a sandik or something like that, which needs a tattoos, so he changes his mind about not wearing the tattoos again, and he wants to take it off, or take it out, to wear it a second time, which is not what he had in mind at the beginning. In that case, the halach is going to be that he has to make another bracha, even if he's still wearing his tattoos cotton. And the same thing if a person, let's say, was wearing his tattoos in Shachris, and he puts it away, and in Mincha he's called up for an aliyah, so he takes out his own tattoos to put it on. And since that wasn't what he had in mind clearly at the beginning, it says if you're alacha, you would have to make another bracha, even though he was still wearing his tattoos cotton. The next case the Shachalach brings, and that is if a person's tattoos falls off without his intention, and he puts it back on again, he has to make another bracha. It would fell off completely. And that is because since it fell without intention to put it back on again, so now this is a, that mitzvah, so to speak, came to an end. And now he's doing a new mitzvah, which needs a new bracha. And therefore, according to the way the Shulchan Aruch understood, even if a person is still wearing his tzitzis, it won't make a difference, because there was, this was like a case where there wasn't that to put it back on again. In that case, he would be having a new bracha on Tadis. Another interesting um, extrapolation of this rule is if a person is wearing his talus and the strings became possible. So that like the talus is no longer on him and now he has to replace the strings, it, does he have to make another bracha or not? 
So the Mishabura brings this case if he hasn't yet worn the tzitzis, he made the bracha. He's holding on to the baguette. And uh, before he had a chance to make the mitzvah, he's noticed that the strings are possible or they became possible. He's allowed to fix them and put them on without making another bracha because it's not called the Hesachadas with the Mishabura Paskins. And therefore, the Mishabura says, Dafi in the case where he hasn't yet done the mitzvah. If he has done the mitzvah and the tzitzis became possible, he'd be like the tzitzis fell off him. In which case, he would have to make a new bracha. What's another interesting point to point out, however, is that we have a similar case in other mitzvahs, and that is if a person made a bracha to do a mitzvah, and the object of the mitzvah was taken away from him, so then he has to make a second bracha when a new one's brought. So, for example, a person made a bracha on the shaitafah and a cracked, we made a bracha on the lulav and the was possible, or and he has to find a new one, so then he has to make a new bracha, because the chafetz that he made the bracha on is no longer here. There's a suffix by tefillin, if a person makes a bracha on his tefillin, and then when he tries to tighten the ritzur, it snaps. So he only has the bias without the ritzur, he has to find a new ritzur. Does he have to make a new bracha? Is the object of the mitzvah the bias, or the object of the mitzvah the strap to connect it to his arm? And if that's the case, is that bracha of a new mitzvah or not? And here the Mishabura seems to be saying that patitis, even if the strings become possible, need to be replaced, right, since the baguette is still here, that's not called a new mitzvah, that you find new strings, and therefore, he wouldn't have to make another bracha um, on the tzitzis because the baguette is still here. We have to explain that the ikkah mitzvah of tzitzis is wearing the baguette, and therefore it's not exactly the same as the case of the tefillin, where one can have a suffix if the ikkah is the base or the ikkah is the strap. But either way, if a person hasn't yet done the mitzvah, he doesn't have to make another bracha. If a person already is wearing the tzitzis and become possible and he has to replace them, then there'd be room to say that he does have to make another bracha. The Psaka of Moshe finds him that if a person, let's say, is changing at night, so he's taking off his clothing to shower, whatever the case would be, and he's getting dressed again in his daytime clothing at night, so he brings it side that maybe he shouldn't put his tzitzis back on again, because as a chashash, he might make a bracha on them, and at night time he's potter, at least according to the das of the Rambam. However, afterwards he says that he could be sits back on, but he says there's no hidur um, to put it back on at night. If the person is still wearing his daytime clothing, so he shouldn't take his tzitzis off necessarily, but he's, according to the Igris Moshe, he's not mechuyev to put them back on when he gets changed again at night. The time for wearing tzitzis, the Allah tells us, in the Mishnah, when a person can tell the difference between the blue strings and the white strings, which is after Leitzah Shachar, but before Leitzah Chama, at that stage a person can make a bracha on it, and, should put his, and that's when a person should wear his tzitzis. If, however, he's put it on before that, then he can't make a bracha, and when the time comes, so the halach is yimashmash for titzah, he should touch the titzah, and then he can make a bracha. This is very negated, like in slichas, for example, when they're long the slichas, and a person, the chazan wants to wear a talis, even before uh, the time when a person is allowed to put on talis, uh, to put on titzah, so that's why the minag is to borrow from somebody else, not to have a problem with the bracha, because otherwise we get into the same suffix, and that is according to the Rambam, it's night time. And therefore, a person will be part. So, according to the Rosh, he's wearing daytime clothing. His talus is a daytime baguette. And if that's the case, he would be chayv. However, once again, it's a sophic, and therefore, the idea of making a bracha in his daytime is to be yetzi both opinions. If a person did put his talus or titus to early, and he made the bracha before that stage, then for sure, when the time comes later on, he can't make another bracha. Because the bracha he made before was yetzi misophic, because according to the Rosh, which admits is on daytime clothing, he was taking Yetzel the Mitzvah, he had to make a bracha, he did it. 
And it's only according to the Rambam that it has to be during the day. And therefore, we'd rather wait until everyone agrees he's chayef to make the bracha. But if he did make the bracha and he was yotz, according to one opinion, so for sure we can't chayef him and we can't ask him to make a second bracha. Now, one last halacha. As we said, because tzitzis is based on time, that's why ladies are potter from wearing tzitzis. And as opposed to other mitzvahs, which ladies who potter can still choose that they want to do the mitzvah, but tzitzis is not like that because once it's not a beggar that ladies wear, it becomes a beggar dish. It becomes a man's wear, and if that's the case, the ladies don't want to wear men's clothing. That's the first point. And therefore, what would be the din of an item of clothing which can be worn by both? For example, we spoke about a blanket earlier, or a throw shawl, or something like that, which either one could wear. If that's the case, a man would be required to put it on it. And that's a nice question, and that is, since it's a beggar which could be worn by a lady, does that make it something which is allowed to wear? Or is the fact that now it has tzitzis on, and ladies don't wear tzitzis, does that convert it into also a beggar dish, and therefore she shouldn't wear it? If a person's wife has an article of clothing, which would be chayvet tzitzis, and he's wearing it, he'd be potter, because since it's her clothing and it's potter, he'd be potter, it's like buying someone else's clothing, which he would be potter from tzitzis. One last question which comes up, just tangentially, he spoke about something which covers a person as being chayvet tzitzis, such as the blanket. A scarf, however, isn't chayvet tzitzis for a different reason, and that is because it doesn't cover most of a person's body, and in order to be chayven tzitzis, it has to be something which is covering the majority of the body. And therefore it's brought. The din of study of scarves, of tzitzim, if it is a very wide scarf, or a person wraps it around themselves a few times, it becomes like a shawl, then if it's a man's item of clothing, and worn during the day, then it would also be chayven tzitzis. And therefore either the person has to put tzitzis on it, or also round off a corner, and then it will take away the chayv.